All right, Phil, we are live, man. What's going on? Hey, what's going on? Not much. Just uh, wrapping up the Christmas holiday here and uh, bringing in the new year 2020. And what better way to bring in the new year with a new podcast from Modern Day Sniper? Yeah, man, I'm pretty excited for this. Uh, our first podcast for, for Modern Day Sniper. Um, it's been a long time coming. I know a lot of times, you know, a lot of people have been asking about, uh, you know, specific content from uh, both of us. And uh, I think it's a, a great way to start the new year, new decade, I, I would say. Right. It's a new decade, man. It's like this is a big deal moving into 2020. Yeah. I, we just did a podcast or I just did a podcast with Frank and uh, he was uh, mentioning the Modern Day Sniper podcast, uh, although he was I think he was referring more to the uh you know, podcast we, we do our instructors corner on uh, the long range pursuit. Yeah. So then, you know, after we post ours or uh, posted that up, uh, everyone kept hitting me up like, "Hey, where's this modern day sniper podcast?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's like, ah, just just hold on, you know, a few more days, and you know, uh, it'll be coming out. So. Yeah, I think that's it's a perfect opportunity to talk to people about, you know, what what is modern day sniper and what is uh, what's this podcast going to be all about. And modern day sniper is modern day sniper. A lot of people have asked, you know, what is the mission statement of modern day sniper? What is it that you're doing? Um, and what's the deal? Um, the, the new brand was released uh, early part of November and within the first couple of months it's been phenomenal the support that we've gotten um the support from our our followers and um our listeners has been fantastic so first and foremost guys thank you so much because you you guys are the driving force behind this stuff and you know we feed off of your energy so thank you and i think you know everybody does want to know what modern day sniper is all about and uh, we just want to take this opportunity to to tell you and and to and to talk a little bit about w- what this is and and why why you know we decided to to bring it to fruition. So, in a nutshell, Phil, what do you think Modern Day Sniper is all about? You know, when we started talking about Modern Day Sniper, you know, I, I wanted it to uh, obviously be an outlet for uh for snipers um you know where we came from uh to be able to you know find information um that was uh, relevant to uh their jobs as snipers right um but then as we started to peel back the layers and realize okay let's not just uh, alienate obviously or just not uh, you know focus solely on snipers but uh, the mindset of being a sniper and stuff like that, because there's a bunch of great riflemen that you and I have met uh, through competing and, and, and whatnot uh, that could, I think, value the information that we have to give them based off our experiences uh, that can relate to us as well. So, you know, I think, you know, to me, what modern day sniper is, is, you know, uh, keeping in mind of where you, where you and I came from, but understanding um because of uh, the sport and technology and, uh, you know, essentially um, warfare, uh, the, I think, mindset of being a sniper has evolved. Um, and, you know, with that uh, evolution of 
uh, sniping, you know, not only is our equipment changing, but, you know, with our equipment changing, we have to keep in mind that our training has to evolve as well and not, you know, regurgitate what the dudes did in Vietnam. You know, granted, you know, they stacked a lot of bodies back then, but like, you know, I'm pretty sure if Carlos Hathcock had bipods and, you know, uh, 5 to 20 Schmidt Bender with a 300 Win Mag or whatever the case is nowadays, you know what I mean? He'd probably uh, add another um, uh, number there to his uh, confirmed kill count instead of being 93, probably 193, you know what I mean? Sure. And I that's super important. And I think that really does, um, you know, let's be honest here, guys. You know, Phil, we've, we've been talking about this, you know, behind the scenes of saying, hey, you know, what really is what really is the message that we're that we want to put out with this new with this new brand, this new company. Um, and I think that uh, the statement that you just made of progression but you you have to remember where you came from. It's progression without forgetting where you came from. And I think that's very important in regards to being a sniper in general um, because especially where we come from, our our background, you know, as you become when you do become a sniper, the Marine Corps employs snipers in, in a in a very different way than the rest of the services in the sense that, that's your job. That's your sole purpose in life. Whereas, you know, in the army, it's more of like a, uh, an ancillary task or even in the reconnaissance community, it's an ancillary task. Um, that's basically a qualification. Hey, I'm qualified to do this. Um, that doesn't mean that you're going to be able to have the, the required level of proficiency that the same, the same individual would have if you're focusing on it full time. And so, progression without forgetting where you came from, I think is very important. And it, and it does kind of embody what it is that we're trying to, to, to put out there because just, just like you talked about, you know, there's, there's the old school, there's the fundamentalist mentality. And I think that that kind of gets lost in the mix where, you know, sometimes people are like, ah, you're a fundamentalist. You're kind of a fuddy duddy, whatever, um, hard-headed, you know, you don't want to progress a purist. Sure. Yeah. And, but the same token, the same thing is if we don't continue to, to remember where it is that we came from, your that legacy is going to, is going to be lost and you're never, you're going to turn around one day and you're going to look back and you're going to say, wait a minute, like, I don't even know where I came from. Like, how did this, how did we even get here? And, I think that's very important to never lose that sight because what it what it does is it kind of keeps you in check. It kind of keeps you, um, you know, always looking over your shoulder, so to speak, to make sure that hey, are we adhering to um, the core principles? And for us, those core principles, you know, outside of everything else that goes into being a sniper, is is shooting, and and that's where a lot of the crossover is going to be between, you know, the snipers and the competitive shooting community that you referred to. Because we don't want to alienate alienate that that crowd because you can we can all glean something from one another. And when I when I first started into this realm or this lifestyle 20 years ago, um, the gap 
of knowledge between military snipers and civilian shooters was it was massive. It might as well have been the opposite ends of the world, North Pole to South Pole, because there really wasn't any, there was no connection. That 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 gap was so huge, and the civilian shooting community knew so much more about what was going on with regard to long range shooting um, and precision shooting as a whole um, that we just didn't know what we didn't know. And once that gap had started to become being bridged in like the early 2000s, we, we saw a very rapid uptick in, uh, in progression. But the one thing that I can say firmly is that, yeah, we have progressed with regard to equipment, with regard to um, tactics, with regard to um, skills in general. Those core principles of marksmanship are still f- – are, they're still firm. They're still there, and we can we constantly refer to them because we know that that is the baseline, and and that's where that progression, without forgetting where you came from, you know, is born. That thought process is born. So, um, it, I think that uh, what I want what I want this to be, and it, just the same with you, is that it's. Um, I want it to be modern day sniper is a resource. Modern day sniper is a is a knowledge and skill resource center. I think you could probably wrap that into it as well. Don't you think? Yeah, I, you know, I, I think when you know someone's looking to uh, obtain information about uh, long range shooting for their application, you know, whether it be uh, hunting. Uh, law enforcement or military sniping, you know, comp- competitive shooting, anything practical um, on the on the practical side of the long range house. You know, I, I, I want uh, people to think, oh, hey, you know, uh, I know modern day sniper pushed out this information, whatever that uh, is practical uh, in my uh, wheelhouse of uh, application to long range shooting. Um, so it when do you remember so when you were talking about you know not forgetting where we came from uh and you know understanding modern day and then sniper you know just the word sniper uh it reminds me of that very like one of the very first slides that i saw when i first joined the cyber community of the original term uh snipe um mm-hmm. and do you, do you remember uh it was you know back in uh well sniper actually was a reference to um birds that were called yep. snipes and uh once a i think a, a british india sharpshooter mm-hmm. was able to shoot one of these snipes and then they were considered a sniper just a little right. lesson for everyone yeah yeah snipe is a very very small bird um that lives in in wetlands and these guys, it was before the days of shotguns, right? It was before it was just, you were using a lead ball and, uh, no shit, like a no shit, 40 or 50 caliber lead ball. And there, and you know, anybody who's ever, uh, been waterfowl hunting or, or quail hunting in any of those scenarios and, and you do see snipe, they are incredibly fast. They're incredibly agile and they're very small. And to be able to hit one was an incredible feat. And then, 
you know, obviously history is what it is. Um, like, I don't know how accurate all those stories are, uh, because they are indeed stories, but I can only imagine like having seen a few, they're not a very common bird. Um, but having seen them in the wild, being able to hit one of those things with a fucking lead ball is like, holy shit. So, uh, that's where the term came from. Yeah. And then, you know, to, to think now what snipers are used to employ, you know, from shooting birds to, uh, you know, shooting, uh, you know, bad guys in the face, obviously. But, you know, not again, not only shooting bad guys in the face, but understanding what snipers roles is in a battalion, uh, you know, and, and how important we are to uh, the battalion commander and the company commanders uh, as a reconnaissance asset. You know what I mean? Uh, understanding that we're the eyes and ears of the battalion versus, you know, just a bunch of uh, trigger pullers. That's super, that's super important to, to recognize and, and make sure that we talk about that because the other part of this is I envision modern day sniper to be a resource for young sniper candidates to come to, 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 to gather knowledge, um, young snipers that have graduated from sniper school that are looking to further their knowledge because you and I both know that, that in order for you to continue to progress your knowledge and skills, and this doesn't, and this isn't just for military guys. Okay. This is for law enforcement snipers as well. It's a, it's an, in it's an, it's kind of an epidemic in the sense that once you graduate that first school, um, there are some there are some follow-on schools, but largely the information that's that's out there that's possible for you to know, you are going to have to search that out on your own. And that is another part of what Modern Day Sniper is. It's going to be able to bring all of that information into one spot so that you can go and gather what it is that you need to know. Hey, do you want to know what, what you, what you might need to, to train for, to pass a selection? Hey, come to modern day sniper. We'll, 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 we'll help you with that. There's going to be content generated to give you those resources. Hey, what, what is it that this is, what, what is this lifestyle all about? Because, you know, from the shooting school side of things, you know, we're running training classes, of course, but, and then a lot of people look at it and they're like, well, should you really be training snipers at, you know, as civilian shooters? And it's like, okay, wait a minute, timeout. Let's, let's take a timeout here. Just because we have that word sniper, um, doesn't mean that we're training people to do things that, you know, that they shouldn't be doing because that's not what we're doing. That is a lifestyle. It's a mindset and it's not, all about just shooting people that's not what it is and this is another thing too i would i would hope that even that even commanders would eventually start listening to this and and gaining insight as to how to um, better understand that capability better understand that asset that they have at their fingertips that that hey let's fully understand what we have at our fingertips so that when we do press the go button that uh, we're fully aware of what's going to happen and what these what these people are capable of doing because a lot of this is mindset and that's where that's where the whole sniper thing comes from is that it's not just 
shooting. It is an all-encompassing mindset. It's an all-encompassing lifestyle. Yeah, so remember we were talking behind the scenes, kind of, you know, the the driving force behind you joining uh, the sniper program. Uh, you know, you were able to read books, uh, you know, uh, Carlos Hathcock's books and, and, and his um, his journey and stuff like that. And then uh, Chuck Mahini and, and whatever, um, you know, I think for you and I, modern day sniper is is uh, is that for our, our current generation of, of of future and and current um, uh, quote unquote pipe hitters, right? Is a term that we like to, to call uh, guys that are currently you know just raising the right hand and, and be like, hey, you know, volunteering to to be a part of this uh, way of life. You know, because honestly, why? What better now than to utilize uh, uh, a uh, medium such as a podcast to be able to present this information? Right? Yeah, being able to obviously, you know, when when I when I was searching this this uh, this lifestyle out, all I had at my at my fingertips with books. And so I read a lot of books. Um, but now with the information age being able to, are you kidding me, man? If I, if like, if, if I was, if I was still, you know, 15, 16, 17 years old and, you know, uh, recreating my youth when I was trying to learn as much about this as possible to, to make the decision, Hey, is this something that I want to do? Is this something that I want to dedicate my life to? Because that's essentially what I did. I've been doing this with the exception of, you know, a couple of years here and there. I've been doing this for, you know, since I was young, you know, a a very, very young man, 18 years old, 19 years old. And so, man, if I had the ability to, to just to listen to this stuff and listen to two guys chat about this stuff, oh, man, like that's a huge that's a tremendous resource. Um, I remember finding out that, um, uh, do you know, Ken Sotheby, right? I know him from uh, just from mutual, uh, obviously, acquaintances in the uh, in the community. Yes. So uh, and he was, so, he was a part of the, the SSA board. Yeah. Yeah. So when Ken, it might be, it'll be a story for later on. Um, but you know, when I found out that, that Ken was a former Marine sniper, um, well at that point in time, he was current because he was in the Marine Corps. He had a bunch of broken time. I was, I was a young private first class when Ken came back in the Marine Corps, uh, in 1997 and when I found out that Ken was a sniper and a recon guy, I was like, holy shit, like this is a huge resource. And so I would, I asked him all kinds of questions to get, to get ready to go to selection, um, and, uh, and become a part of this community. And it was, it was huge. So that's also part of what I would like to see modern day sniper become is, is again, that, that knowledge resource for people that are looking to get the information and not a bunch of, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't want to knock anybody that's writing books or anything like that, but a lot of that stuff you and I both know is, can be wildly embellished as a result of that whole process. And oh, yeah, I want That's another, yeah, that's another thing. Sorry to interrupt. That's another thing. I think you and I are on the same page. We want to set the record straight as far as what snipers are and what we do 
compared yeah. to what a lot of people think that they see on Hollywood or reading books. Like, it, yep. Um, yeah, you know, and, and, and uh, raise awareness to, you know, um, that we're not just getting paid to shoot. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's just, a, that's that grinds my gears. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's that's and that those are the things that that we that we need to talk about too because you know the the guys that are that are maybe misinformed that they that they raise that they raise their hand they volunteer for the position they get in that position and they're looking around going, yo dude this is nothing like what I thought it was going to be, oh, yeah. and that's that is the, that is how dissension starts that's how bad attitude starts that's how. Um, that's how fracture within the community begins. And, you know, we need, I want to safeguard against that. Yeah. So that's part of, again, that's another part of what modern day sniper is. And, you know, the, the other thing that, um, the other kind of phrase that, that comes to mind for, for me is, you know, putting mindfulness behind the rifle. Um, and that's kind of a loaded statement. And I think that's something that we've been losing as a community steadily uh, throughout the years as we as we progress without uh, or with as we progress with forgetting where we came from. You, you're you're losing the mindfulness that goes into creating that type of shooter, and mindfulness is a huge part of it. That is that very very few people dedicate time and energy to discuss and uh and that's going to be a big part of what modern day sniper is all about as well yeah so if you uh, um, to expand on that a little bit putting mindfulness behind the rifle you know the way i look at it is you know when you first get taught your basic introduction of fundamentals of marksmanship i mean you know when i look at my evolution of 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 uh long range shooting um you know, which started in the Marine Corps, right? Uh, you know, I, my background, and we'll talk about this obviously in, in uh, a couple podcasts uh, of who Modern Day Sniper is and who we are. But, um, you know, I didn't grow up shooting guns. You know, my dad had a couple pistols or whatever the case was. And so I knew firearm safety. But, you know, my first really time behind a rifle was when I joined the Marine Corps at 18. And, um, you know, when I got to sniper school, it was taught my basic, you know, foundation of fundamentals, marksmanship, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, you just essentially just get so tuned into, you know, okay, this is how you pull the trigger. This is how you dial your scope. This is how you make your win, blah, blah, blah. And, and really, it's just kind of like you just hyper focus on that one task, right? But then as I started to uh, obviously be a little bit more mature and, and stuff like that, um, you know, gain a little bit more rank and responsibility. You know, it, it wasn't even about being behind the gun anymore, really, right? It was it was understanding the whole concept of, you know, what we're doing out there um, uh, when we're out, uh, you know, uh, being the eyes and providing information to uh, uh, back to uh, back to hire, right? And, uh, you know, I think a lot of times people just get so hyper-focused on that, sniper rifle aspect of being on the gun and you know waiting for the pink miss that they completely yep. lose sight of like well man we're we're a lot bigger entity than that you know what i mean like we can do so much more damage with a radio than with a you know 
175 grand CRM hatch key. <laughs> That's yeah. And so I, somebody asked me, I, it was an interview or something long ago, you know, what is the, uh, you know, what's it, what is being a sniper all about? And I, I basically summed it up and saying, you know, being a sniper is like 10% shooting. The rest of it is everything else that brings you to that point of the 10% of shooting. And when that 10% of shooting need arises, that becomes a hundred percent of your purpose. So I remember that. I remember that article and, that, that, that you had talked about that. Yep. And, and I think that's, um, you know, obviously it's like, you know, everybody has their own idea of what it's all about, but so many people have this, have this concept in their brain, um, that, uh, you know, the only thing you're going to do is run around with a rifle and, and, and engage targets of opportunity. That's not the way it is. Um, there are, there are instances where that, that occurs, but they are so few and far between that, um, I would be, I would be remiss, um, and doing, doing our listeners a disservice to admit anything less. Um, because, that's it. I mean, 90% of the time you're either going to be walking <laughs> with a heavy ass ruck on your back, um, or you're going to be, uh, laying behind an optic glassing and meticulously filling out, uh, some sort of, uh, report format, whatever way that's being done nowadays. And y- your you have to understand that there is a higher purpose. And the, the cool thing about that is, I learned at a young at a young age in this profession that um, there is a tremendous amount of responsibility on your shoulders as a young man. I mean, you know, I look back on it. And do, I was ma- I was creating snipers. I was responsible for creating snipers when I was 21 years old. Yep, that is insane. As I turn 40 this year, I look back on that. That is insane. The amount of responsibility that you have on your shoulders at that age. Um, at that point in time in your life, in your development of your personality, that is tremendous. And I think that the community as a whole does a great job at, at getting you in the mindset of understanding that concept, that you are it, man. Like people are coming to you because you are the subject matter expert. They are coming to you for advice as to how to employ snipers they're coming to you for advice as what your capabilities and limitations are and you have to be the one that has that knowledge to be able to articulate all of those things that you can do and the things that you can't do to that to your supported unit commander and that's really important for people to understand um you know like you spend way more time doing that than anything else. And so, so would it, would it be safe to say, uh, Kalen, that, you know, modern day sniper, we start to peel back the layers of what modern day sniper is. It's not just obviously, you know, uh, obviously a lot of our focus is going to be in shooting and, and stuff like that. But would you say, you know, our goal is to also provide uh, leadership and mentorship to not only snipers that are currently a part of the craft, but even, uh, you know, our, our listeners that are just, you know, um, 
you know followers that follow us from the uh precision rifle side of the house or you know the the rifleman side of the house you know they can use this information to you know with their day jobs like understanding leadership because i I know that's a a big thing that you and i want to talk about is how to navigate through that leadership right that we've seen uh in Mm -hmm. in the marine corps um that you know was so toxic in in our environment at the time Um, and then we also had good leaders right and then how we try to navigate that as you know not only when we were uh, team leaders but uh, chief scouts and then even when we became instructors so i think definitely this is you know not just a, a a shooting podcast but more of a uh, you know um, well-rounded mindset whole uh, what we've experienced in the in the community while we were in absolutely man i mean there was there was a lot of time that um uh, looking at that as a whole i could i guess i could wrap that all up into one word and that would be mentorship and um i think that's very important because the power of mentorship is profound and having somebody that that is willing to step up to the plate and 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 understand what being a mentor is is it's it's a big deal like i mean if somebody's going to volunteer to do that you you need to take full advantage of that and that's uh that's also part of what modern day sniper is 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 we're we're, we want to be mentors to everybody else in the community not only in our community but at the same time everybody that that is looking for that mindset looking for um you don't have to sign your name on the dotted line to to understand and learn what our mindset is. I think that's that's another point that that deserves to be discussed. Is uh, you don't have to sign your name on the dotted line to understand, you know, what our mindset is, and and hopefully we can impart that on you because. You know, I my application of these skills now outside of of the training world is, you know, I I everything that I do transfers over into mountain hunting. Um, all of the skills that I learned as a sniper are transitioned over to mountain hunting. Everything from planning a trip to executing a trip, um, and then doing the hot wash after the trip's all said and done. It's all very very similar, if not damn near identical to planning for planning a mission and the mindset of uh the mindset that i have when i go to participate in in that event or whether that be a climbing trip or a hunting trip or you know a skydiving trip that is all part of my mental process and it's all I'm utilizing all the same skills that I garnered from that community and that lifestyle into my current lifestyle. I'm not carrying a rifle, you know, in defense of the nation anymore, but I can surely take all of that mindset and apply it to my daily life. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. You know, we've talked about this about how the mountains is essentially uh, your soul is. Am I using that in correct context? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know your 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 escape from the real world because at the end of the day we all we also have real world struggles right. Um, even when I was in the Marine Corps, you know I was dealing with personal problems, uh, whether it be uh, custody or or bills or whatever. Um, you know when when I, 
it was time for me to walk through the, the doors of sniper school. I had to put, you know, my sergeant and staff sergeant Vallejo hat on. It was like, none of my problems matter anymore because what matters is how I train these Marines to be successful in combat, right? Um, so that was essentially kind of my uh, escape away from, you know, the daily, you know, struggles of, of just life. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I'm out, you know, again, my, uh, you know, kind of my thing is, you know, going to competitions and just meeting, you know, people uh, around, uh, around, the, around the nation, keeping in mind, like, well, as an instructor of, of uh, law right shooting, you know, taking uh, my skills and being able to uh, transfer them to another, you know, uh, hunter that is looking to essentially extend his range um, and, and really make a more ethical uh, decision when it comes to taking the shot. I think that's uh, becoming more um, aware in my kind of um, in my process, just because you know I'm new to the uh, hunt, uh, you know, uh, four-legged critter hunting side of the, side of the house, right? Uh, this is only mm-hmm. my uh, you know second kind of year uh, into it, so you know I, I don't I don't want to uh, say that uh, I'm a hunter. Uh, per se, because I've only been on a couple hints. Um, but, you know, I, I do like uh, educating um, shooters and the keeping in mind, you know, when they're taking a shot, the responsibility they have to that animal. Right? And, and mm-hmm. this is a lot, obviously a lot learned from you and the mentorship that you've given me since uh, departing the Marine Corps, right? Um, that I can, uh, you know, talk confidently about that stuff. It's, it's, uh, it's weird that those parallels because yeah, your concealment is your security. That is your life. So, um, when you do come to that, that moment where it's like, okay, it's time to shoot, it's time to take, it's time to apply that 10%. Now, um, everybody thinks that's just like, yeah, you just do it. It's like, man, you know how much stuff is going through my brain at that moment? Like, uh, not only not only do I have the right information for the shot itself, but as soon as I as soon as I turn that shot loose, there's a risk that I've compromised my position, and I have to I have to accept and have the the, the knowledge, the intuition to know whether that is a good decision or whether it's a bad decision, because just like you said, I can do a lot more damage with a radio than I can with a single bullet. And I have to make that determination whether or not it's worth it to fire that rifle and um, hopefully not. But there is always a risk. Every time you sh- every time you fire a rifle, you run the risk of compromising your position. And like those are things that you have to weigh the options of. It's the exact same thing in a, in a hunting scenario. You're weighing those options. What is going to happen when I press that trigger and – do I have all of the information present and available to me to make the best decision possible? And it's a mindset thing. It's, it's really a mindset thing. And, and, you know, those are, those are topics in for, in future podcasts that we're going to dive real deep into. And, um, I got a, I got a list of, of people here that, um, that I'm super excited to talk to and, and bring on the podcast and, and do interviews with the three of us and, and I, I think it's going to be awesome. Like I'm, I'm really looking forward to the to the future of this 
because it's a conduit, like you said, it's a, it's a way for us to communicate with, with our followers. And it's, I think it's a, it's a really good medium to do that with. So I think it'd be great to, to tie in, you know, like I said, interviews with current active duty snipers, right. Um, that are still in the fight and, and, you know, navigating, uh, you know, how they're employed now and, you know, bring on, uh, you know, past snipers from you know, the, the guys that essentially, you know, we heard about when I was going through the sniper community, you know, the guys that were uh, in OIF, guys like Ethan Place, right, uh, Pashuti, you know, names like Reyes, names like mm-hmm. those are, were, you know, giants, you know, in, in, uh, in the uh, uh, 06, 07 era, um, mm-hmm. where there would be essentially your peers or even some of your pigs probably, um, and, and stuff like that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely excited to, uh, yeah, go down, you know, future podcasts and, you know, talk about that stuff. Yeah, it's, that is really going to be, that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, mainly because like, I, I want to learn from them too. That's the cool, that's the cool thing about this, about this world is that you can learn from, you can learn from anybody. And as long as you, as long as you, uh, have the capacity to listen and you have the ability to put your ego aside for, for a while and sit there and listen and uh, absorb the information, that's, that's awesome. There's so much out there that, uh, that, that, that we can talk about and, and educate people on. There's so many different facets of what we do and, um, you know, the, the mindset thing as a whole, I think, again, is, is just, it, people don't give it, you, I guess we're starting to see people tar- start talking about it more. How many times you see people in, in podcasts, like shooting podcasts, talk about mindset? Not very many. Not very not many, pre- no. Not very they many at all. talk about the, uh, the practical side of the house. You know, yeah. They're always kind of give, give their kind of two cents on, um, you know, what they think uh, about, you know, certain um, gear or, uh, you know, a uh, uh, fundamental tip. And you, you and I do that, right? We talk practical side of the house, but I think uh, one thing I do enjoy about my discussions with you is is really our mindset into our craft, right? And, and you know, how, you know, I mean, we kind of, you and I feed off of each other because of our uh, uh, past experiences, but obviously because of, you know, not only our past experiences, but I think it's just kind of going into our next, you know, why modern day cyber, but, you know, I, I feel like you and I have uh, uh, graduated from being instructors to more uh, teachers. Yes. Yes. I'm really glad you brought that up. Um, that is, that's important. And um, it, it, looking at it from that perspective, what is the difference between uh, an instructor and a teacher? And, that's important because there are a lot of people out there that are that are um, communicating information regarding this sport of long range shooting or precision shooting, and there is a definite difference between a, an instructor and a teacher. And you know, from my perspective, a a teacher is on a whole nother level uh, than just a, than just an instructor, and that comes with. Uh, obviously passion. Uh, you have to be passionate about what it is that you're, that you're trying to communicate in order to, um, you know, get to that status. And, and I don't want anybody to think that like, we're, 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 we're saying that we're, 
we're better than anybody else or anything like that because that's not what this is all about it's it's understanding you know what what is it that uh that separates just being a regurgitator of information and a teacher right so I guess what I what I look about that or what I gather from that is that you know we we care about the information right the we care about the information that's getting put out but I think it, to be classified in the realm of being a teacher a good teacher you have to care about more about how the student receives it and how you connect with the student that is the important part for me um Information is fine. Like I can get on the I can get on the Google machine and find whatever information I want. Now, how that information on the Google machine is communicated to me, whether it be through a video uh, or whether it be through audio, uh, how that's communicated to me, how it's written, how it's produced, how the video is produced, whatever it is, that is the important part. You can tell when somebody is talking to you. Or teaching you something or trying to communicate information to you, whether or not, A, they have a really deep background understanding of it, and B, whether or not they care, truly care about how you receive it. And I think that's the other difference. I always say this, um, millennials made me a better instructor, and uh, it was because they asked the why, and, uh, and it, it started with Ben my current assistant instructor, uh, who obviously I served with in the Marine Corps. He was in my team, my uh, radio operator, and uh, uh, freaking PFC Downing would always ask why, but not the, like, why, like, well, why do I have to do that? It was a, a why to uh, have a deeper understanding, right? And at that point in time, I realized when I was Sergeant Vallejo, I couldn't give just this cookie-cutter answer, like, just because it's just, just the way it is, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. I, like that answer was only going to cut the mustard so many times to where, right. okay, now I became a sniper school instructor and that why became more prominent of, you know, these, these students wanting to have a deeper understanding of the why. So instead of just regurgitating to them, oh, that's just the way it is, do it my way, right? I, I wanted to seek out, the, you know, a, a good reason why based off of my experiences right um, and, and so then you know i found that with uh competitive rifle shooting you know and really i learned a lot from uh and this is what's great about the uh you know um competitive side of the house is i really learned a lot from civilian shooters i mean their knowledge base to long-range shooting is i would say leaps and bounds ahead of the military and what the military has given out um you know, I, I think there's some stuff that is definitely unpractical to s some snipers and stuff that's just noise, right? But mm -hmm. I think there's also a lot of good takeaways that, you know, I, I think they're, like like you said, there's, there's good bleed, bleed over from what uh, uh, civilian um, shooters um, might or could give to uh, military shooters mm -hmm. uh, that still keeps it practical. So, yeah, no, I, I'm glad you, you brought that up that, you know, as a teacher, I care about how I'm delivering this information to my student, right? Um, and really, you know, as one thing that I've learned is, you know, like 
my passion for teaching at first when I first started, and this is something that we had talked about when I first started teaching for Gunworks, um, and you know something that I, we talked on a daily basis was how do I take a step back from okay wanting to give my ten to 11 years of experience of my knowledge base of long range shooting and and uh, shove them all into that in in two days of instruction right it's just that's it's just not it's just not possible it's not possible it's it's even, not even though i have the, the the right intentions of wanting to do that because i'm so passionate yep. i'm doing a disservice to my student because at the what is he going to get out of it absolutely nothing nothing and that 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 kind of like it's a perfect segue into talking about you know what are what are some of the services that modern day snipers is currently providing and what we are going to be providing in the future, and the, that is that is training plans, that is um, training courses, and um, I learned I learned a tremendous amount um, throughout the years about how to develop a curriculum. And, um, you know, again, I'm not saying that my way is the right way or the only way. That's not what I'm saying at all. But it's it's a way that I've been pretty I've been hyper focused on how can I maximize your time with me? Right. Okay. so if I advertise, I got a four day shooting package, you know, precision rifle one on one class. I've got four days to communicate enough knowledge and information to you, which is the student. In order for you to go out into the world and and try to you know conquer the world on your own, so to speak, so I have to have yeah. a, I have to look at what are the core concepts. I have to I have to make the delineation between what I what I need you to walk away with after those four days versus what I want you to walk away with after those four days because those are two very different things. I want you to walk away with as much information as I could possibly shove down your throat in those four days. But I also have to worry about other things such as what is your ability to retain that information? What's the weather conditions like? Because those affect your ability to process and retain information. What's your experience level? All these things that go into that and then being able to relate to every single student as as um, I guess accurately is the right word, um, for your particular learning style. That's important. And, um, the, you know, that's what, what I pride my curriculum on is being able to like, I think that the, that the message is important, but the context of the message is even more important and how you receive the information. Yeah. You, you know, I, I think when you, it's so funny because I'm I'm just putting um, the curriculum together for Gunworks, right? And uh, you know, hey, what what are you going to learn in, in in our foundation course and stuff like that? And it's like, man, like it, it's a whole list of stuff, right? But it's like, uh, now I'm 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 starting to like take away some stuff because it's like, you know, if even if we only talk about these like three or four things. Like you're deep. You're gonna have a, a better understanding of of these three or four things than if I were to just rattle off, right? Yeah. Uh, a, a big list of stuff. You know. Yeah. From marketing points, like you might be learning more of a course, but to really understand and grasp that, it's gonna take you a lot more than two days. So, 
but I, I can I can promise you this that you're going to have a, a a very good deep understanding of what these few things are out of these two days to uh, not you know maximize the use of your time, but you know really my goal is to to give you roots right yep. um, uh, into your uh, journey into long range. Establish um, the baseline. Exactly. Establish the baseline, and from the baseline. If you have a solid foundation, solid baseline, you're going to be able to pile a lot of stuff on top of that. And that that all boils down to um, how you develop your curriculum and how you deliver that information. I can just deliver information all I want. I mean, I could, you know, every it's and a lot of people too, like, you know, I don't use PowerPoint. I don't use PowerPoint. I've never used PowerPoint. There's only one class that I do use PowerPoint on, and that's like that's like for law enforcement stuff that has a lot of pictures. Um, I don't use PowerPoint, man, because um, I personally think it should all come from it should come from your head. You know, it should come from if you really are going to teach this stuff, and you really are going to communicate this knowledge. Um, I, I shouldn't need. I shouldn't need a whole bunch of these supporting media, you know, to basically read from a slide, you know? Yeah. Is it, is it key points? Sure. Is it something there to keep me focused on what I need to be talking about at the current point in time? Sure. But at the same time though, if you're really doing your homework as an instructor, you don't need that stuff. And you, you should be thoroughly thoroughly aware enough of your curriculum that you should just be able to shoot it right off from the top of your head and just blurt it out onto a whiteboard. And that's just my style. I love whiteboard. Like, yeah, you know, I I feel like, um, the the PowerPoint's nice because it it gives structure per se. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, now that, like you said, I know the Gunworks curriculum, uh, you know, like the, you know, like the back of my hand. I mean, I could, I could just, I don't even need a, a PowerPoint. I can mm-hmm. just throw it all on a whiteboard. And, uh, no, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up. It, it, and yeah. it, it takes a, a, a while, right? Cause even when I first started teaching at cyber school, I mean, it, it took a couple, a couple classes to get, you know, um, used to how I want to deliver information and whatnot. Same thing goes to gunworks, right? It's like when I got to gunworks, it's like a completely different, uh, obviously, style of customers and students, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, condensing, you know, my nine weeks of having students for marksmanship days to now only, you know, four or five days, however long they, you know, stay in class for. Um, usually, right. you know, usually two. So it, it was a lot. It was a lot different, and that was one of the, the battles that I, you know, consistently kind of struggled with. Was like, okay, well, how how do I how do I just shortcut this? Well, it's not really taking a shortcut. It's it's okay. This is the information that I that I know uh, are going to set them up for success that they need to know, not necessarily right. what I want them to know, right? Um, and that was the the biggest, essentially, um, I think, turning point of my uh, you know understanding instructor versus teacher realm was um, understanding okay. This is how I can make this information digestible to you so that you're coming away with a deeper understanding of 
long range yeah how it applies to you as a long range hunter yeah i like i guess you could use um like say example like a kestrel as an example like you show you, you show a, a young you show a young marine sniper um a kestrel or an army sniper and they got a class on the nomenclature of the kestrel they got a class on how to do a b and c let's just say a b and c with a kestrel boom 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 these three things but then you you approach them a year later and that's still all they know like that's still all they know because there's there's no there's no baseline for building on that it's just like you know there's no um there's no f- continuation i guess of training and and or teaching that individual in a way that empowers them to go seek out more information i think that's also that's also the difference between an instructor and a teacher you know a teacher is going to help empower you to take those additional steps to pursue greatness um outside of the course that you just went through uh it should be you know a teacher should be an uh, uh an, an inspiration as well and that's and that's another thing that that we want to put out there is that we want to inspire you guys we want to inspire you to go out and shoot we want to inspire you to um learn more about your mental process we want to inspire you to learn more about what it is you can and cannot do and then be able to turn around and focus on those can't do's at this point in time and turn them into can do's later on down the road um and help you understand a little bit more about your big why and why you are choosing to follow this path because that's another thing that i think is 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 significantly lost in this world of now competitive shooting and and you know precision shooting as a whole is like you know why are you doing this like what's what's your what's your purpose are you are you just doing it to play a game or are you doing it because you want to broaden your skills or prepare yourself for something um like a hunt or you know what have you so everybody's reason is different everybody's reason is different and this is part of what modern day sniper is is to be able to connect everybody into one conglomeration and build a coalition of excellence for the purpose of raising the paradigm that's i mean that that's building a coalition of excellence for the purpose of raising the paradigm there you go so let's talk about let's let's talk a little bit about the the why modern day sniper you know um i, I think you know we, we talked a lot about the what and um and to, I would say, you know, to summarize, summarize the what is modern day sniper, you know, what you can expect from us is, okay, information on shooting, up-to-date shooting, you know, what our thoughts are, obviously fundamentals, marksmanship, components, gear, um, you know, putting mindfulness behind the rifle, and then also obviously a, a mentorship, leadership kind of outlook, right, uh, from modern day sniper Mm-hmm. Raise, raise, raise awareness to the sniper community and what we what really do, um, you know. And, and again, not just focused on uh, snipers that are currently uh, a part of the craft, but you know, just like-minded individuals. You know, like 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 you said, Galen. Like you don't have to be, you know, have 
sign the dotted line to to relate to us, right? Um, yeah. You know, a, lot of, a lot of my friends that are uh, that I've met in the uh, you know precision rifle community are all like-minded um, in in a, in a sense, and um, you know, hopefully that you can use this podcast uh, for, for source of information. Um, you know, on your long drives or whatever the case is. Uh, but now let's talk about why modern day sniper, you know, see those trading companies out there that are, you know, advertising, okay, hey, learn to shoot out to a thousand yards, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, and the, and the guy's got his, you know, resume. Like, honestly, I hate typing autobiographies of myself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like a necessary evil. Yeah. Um, and I even I even hate when I first have to introduce myself at the beginning of the class to set the stage, you know? Yeah, it sucks. Um, it's no, it's like, do we even have to do this? Like, come yeah, because, you know, it's like, it, it's like almost, you know, you feel a little narcissistic, you know, um, mm-hmm. when I do it. Like, uh, um, because eventually the, the guys that are more curious, like throughout the class, they'll start like, asking the sniper questions right um, sure but in in um our, our our good friend mike had had talked about this uh, the other day he's like that guy's not paying me to sit up here and tell war stories about my days you know being a sniper right they're paying me to teach them about long-range shooting and how it applies to them that's a you that's know? a gr- that's a great that's a great point. And Mike does bring up a good point. And, um, I will say that having been in the training industry for, you know, uh, full time professionally, you know, teaching people how to shoot for the last decade, um, there are definitely different customers out there, right? There are customers out there that want that. Um, they're going to, they're, they're happy to pay to sit and listen to somebody crow about themselves all day long that's that's what they pay to do they they pay to go do the weekend warrior stuff they can put a plate carrier on and run around with a gun belt and get screamed at for a weekend that's cool like i got no problems with that um that's not what you're going to get at modern day sniper what you're going to get at modern day sniper is is a you're going to get a training package that is without um without ego, right? Like uh, this, this training course that you're here to do, this isn't about me. This isn't about Kalen. This is about you. This is about Kalen being able to communicate what I have in my brain to you, whatever it is, John Doe. Um, that's what you can expect from a modern day sniper training course. You can, you can expect, um, an ego free, learning experience. Uh, like I, the only thing that I do, like when I teach, when I start teaching a class is like, Hey, I just want you all to know what qualifies me to stand here in front of you and administer this instruction. Uh, you know, it's like I do, <laughs> I talk as little about that as possible. And it's funny too, that you bring that up. Cause, um, you know, I had a guy, uh, come to me, um, at the, at the end of one of my, uh, one of my classes, and he asked me, he's just like, dude, you don't tell any stories. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, you don't like, he didn't tell any stories about like what, what you did as a, as a sniper. And I'm just like, well, 
Um, I'll tell stories if they're applicable to the certain situation, but I'm not going to sit here and, and, you know, tell you war stories for four days. That's, there's no point in that. There's, unless of course, that's what you're looking for. Then you can go someplace else to, to try to find that because you're not going to get that from me. Um, I got too much shit to do, man. I got too much stuff to talk about. Like, I don't have time to be talking about some some instance or unless of course it directly applies to the talking point that we're trying to reinforce uh, unless it applies to a lesson learned from that particular scenario or situation but i'm not just going to talk to talk you know we might we might bullshit at lunch or something like that but now nah, that ain't that that's not that's not my style um and i i think that's unfortunate that um un- that, that the training industry as a whole um I definitely see it shifting. I can say that I definitely see it shifting from from the uh, uh, from that realm of things to more focused because you know you, you see the training industry kind of weed itself out. Um, the guys that are putting out really really good content and really good information without the ego those you're going to recognize those those companies right off the bat whereas the other ones it's more focused on other things uh not necessarily the the actual information itself yeah well they're they're doing their thing and they're out there and and i wish them the absolute best of luck and uh it's just it's just different people doing different things and having a different mindset of what they want to communicate with regard to their message you know I'm new to the industry. I would say I'm a, I'm, I'm a baby of the industry, but it's it's definitely um, easy to pick out uh, certain, I guess I would say competitors. Uh, when I say competitors, other training individuals, um, you know, that are uh, uh, pushing their uh, curriculum, but, you know, on their website and stuff like that. I mean, they've got this whole list of glorious, you know, accolades and, and, and whatnot. Um, and, and, you know, there are people that just been outed for, you know, um, embellishing their, their, uh, you know, their resume too much to where, mm-hmm. you know, people are just trying to be someone that they're not, you know, uh, to almost have uh, relevancy, you know, and and honestly, it's like if you if, if you're a good teacher, right, and you push out good information, like why why do you even have to? Yes. Right? Uh, embellish what you've done. Like, be proud of the things that you did, right? Like, I mean, the, the, the three people that come to mind, you know, uh, that, so Jacob Bynum, you know, mm-hmm. godfather in the precision rifle industry, from my understanding, no military background. Um, am I right on that? Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, he's a, he's a phenomenal teacher. I took a class from Jacob in 2011 when I was still a young sniper. Um, Terry Cross, I, I've, I've, I've only shot with Terry Cross, uh, at a, at a match, but I mean, probably still the best dude that I've ever met in this industry ever. Um, just of how humble he is and how just, you know, uh, like he took third and walked away with, uh, like a tab rear bag. <laughs> That's when, like first and second dudes are pulling <clears throat> rifles from the table you know what i mean <laughs> and yeah, man. 
Yeah. Terry's um, a quick, quick story on Terry, man. He, uh, <clears throat> he reached out to me. I was teaching a, a law enforcement instructor, sniper instructor development course out of uh, um, Little Rock, Arkansas. And he called me and, and he go, he's like, Hey man, um, I want to come to your course. And I was like, Whoa, okay. Um, in my mind, I'm like, it's Terry cross. Okay. <clears throat> um, <laughs> and I said, well, Terry, I'd love to have you as, as an assistant instructor, but like, I'm, I, I didn't even think about that. And he's like, no dummy. I want to come as a student. <laughs> and I was like, are you sure Terry? <laughs> um, and he said, no, I, I, I want to learn from everybody. And that's Jacob is the same way. And Terry is the same way. And, you know, Frank is the same way. They're constant students. And they do not allow ego to get in the way of their ability to learn and progress. And guess what? They're progressing without forgetting where they came from. And that is, <clears throat> that's a key. That's a big deal. I think that's a big fucking deal. And, um, you know, they're, they are, they are, they're, they were my mentors, um, you know, watching those guys when I was up and coming and, um, seeing once I got out of the Marine Corps and saw that the whole, like this whole new world existed, I was like, Whoa, this is, this is cool. So that's what I really sunk my teeth into. And that's where a lot of my growth and expansion and development as a shooter came from is learning from those guys and, and reading and, uh, and constantly being a student. Yeah, and that's another thing is like always being a student. You know, <clears throat> we have a bad, um, and, and it's normal. Honestly, I, you know, I went through that phase of you know when I was a young sniper and, and I first got my hogs too. That it, it's hard to, you know, um, not have the feeling of arriving. Right, um, you have to keep in mind that you know when you step foot into the cyber community community you know um like i posted yesterday it's not a destination it's joining a way of life and understanding hey this is where it starts it's all it all begins now this is where you know the you know the continuing learning happens where um you're really forced to now take it all the information that you just learned at sniper school and <laughs> bring it back to your platoon and now take that information and disseminate it amongst your your pigs, not only for them to be successful in combat, right, but ultimately uh, be successful when it's their turn to go to sniper school, right? right. Um, yep. So, no, I, I, I uh, you know, I, I definitely uh, am excited for, you know, uh, this podcast. I'm excited for what you and I have to bring to the table to all of our listeners and followers and you know this is a you know for you and i a a way of uh giving back to our community right because you know we talk about all the time our our, our community gave us not only roots uh but wings and yeah man and uh i have to uh i can't even take credit for that i actually um heard that from uh kyle carpenter's podcast uh which I told you about on the way down from uh, Vegas to Wyoming. Yep. And he, mm-hmm. he talked about how his family gave him roots and wings. And I was like, man, that's perfect. So I make sure I wrote that down. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> good. That's what I, mean, I feel like this, this, the sniper community gave for me. 
it's honestly, I mean, looking, looking back upon it, man, like I'm sitting here at my desk talking to you and the, the ability to do this came from that community, right? That community gave me all of the skills and all of the, the tools, um, to allow me to have been able to, to build my dream and live my dream and, and be able to do this as a professional. This is, this is what I do for a living. And uh, this is an opportunity to give back to that community for sure. sure. Um, it's, uh, it's very important to me. It's, it's very important to pass good information and good knowledge, um, with an unbiased approach, um, as much as, uh, as much unbiased approach as we possibly can. And, and, that's what you're going to get from us, man. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I hope you know everyone that that's listening can can relate um, to you know what we have to to talk about. Um, like I said, whether you're currently in, whether you're out, whether you've never served at all, um, I think you know, Galen and I are very passionate about just. Uh, sharing our uh, views and our experiences with everyone just because again um, at least from what I've seen uh, there's just very um, little to no awareness of what truly being a sniper is um, you know outside of what you see in Hollywood you know sure. the guys that are on Facebook and they talk about uh yeah i didn't shoot matches i shot people and you know it's, it's silly stuff like that right yep um, it, it just it just brings me back to that meme that we saw it's like that dude just kind of like in a hawaiian shirt just like looking at you with a big smile <laughs> it said dude, dude, <laughs> dude that actually stacked bodies it's so fitting, man. It is like, it is the truth. Um, and that's, uh, dude, that's a subject for another podcast, but it, it's like, it's so true. Um, it, you just, you're like, dude, everybody goes through that phase of, of caring about that stuff. And I get it because it's a part of the process. It's a part of the process, but eventually, um, cream rises to the top so to speak. And that's, that's the, that's the truth. And, um, there are people that will eventually grow out of that phase and understand the, the bigger picture and truly come to grips with, uh, the fact that that part of your life is a part of your life. It's a chapter of your life, but it doesn't define you who you are as a person. And once you realize that and can accept that, then you turn into, you know, old dude with a tie-dye shirt, you know, given the hang, the, given the hang loose sign going, you know, we, you know, whatever it is, what it is. And then, you know, obviously on the other end of that spectrum is, is the dude that just wants to stand there with his arms crossed and be a, a smug son of a bitch and call people snowflakes all day long. Um, because it's almost like the other end of the spectrum, you've had an opportunity to see the other side. And, um, I've had the opportunity to see the other side and, uh, it's, it's all about growth. It's all about development. And, um, I think, uh, I'm super excited for the future when it comes to that. So, so what's, guys, uh, what's next, what's next for us? What's uh, okay. after this podcast? 
So we've got a whole, we've got a whole list of podcast episodes that we're going to record. Um, and, uh, as you guys start, you know, listen to them, you can expect this as often as we can make it happen. Um, I know you guys, everybody, uh, beats us up, um, for not doing enough of them. And, and, and this is one of those things that we are going to make every effort possible to do on a very regular basis. Um, so in the meantime, you can follow Phil and I, um, on Instagram and, uh, on Facebook, modern day sniper, Instagram, Kalen 8541 at, uh, on Instagram and, um, modern day sniper also has a Facebook page and, um, for 2020, we've got a whole slew of training classes, guys, whole slew of training classes, all new training offerings, um, going from, the bare bones basics all the way up to advanced stuff, wind call clinics, moving target clinics, um, things like that. We got backcountry hunter courses coming out. We have some awesome media projects coming up for 2020 and, uh, it's going to be a gangbuster gangster year. Yeah, no, I, I'm excited for the year. I think from teaching classes to seeing uh, modern day sniper kind of, kind of blow up, um, to, you know, competitions, you know, 2020 is going to be the, the start of a, of a, of a great decade. Um, like Kalen said, uh, follow us on Instagram. That's where we post most of our, uh, social media content. Um, myself, it's, uh, at Vallejo underscore zero three one seven. I'm also, you know, my goals for 2020 is to be a little bit more active on YouTube, you know, put some more videos out there as well as, uh, be a little bit more active on, uh, sniper side forums. Uh, for guys that don't have book, uh, Facebook or Instagram, you know, so uh, just, you know, keep an eye out for there where, I'll, you know, I'll be posting up some uh, videos and, and content as well. Yeah, man. And you guys let us know what you want to hear about. Tell us what you want to hear about with regards to the to modern day sniper podcast. So can't wait to hear from you guys. Super happy to have everybody as our followers. Again, just like we talked about in the beginning of the podcast, this is the, we are here because of you. So um, we need you to know that we're very grateful for that. So thank you for doing what you do. Thanks for all of our sponsors out there. And um, looking forward to uh, looking forward to having some more awesome conversations here in the future. Yeah, man. Thanks, everyone. Appreciate it. And uh, all right, guys. Yeah, we'll see you. See you next time. All right. Shoot well.